welcome to a very special evening in the CDP calendar. It's the annual drafties. We've had a change of venue this year after the the last two events. Two will and Tudor received a one event banning order from the drafties after their previous shenanigans. And so to mark the occasion uh, and their absence, we've gone upmarket this year and are live from a local jazz bar. Ooh. Great. Yeah, that'll do. Great. All right. Steady on, lads. Don't get too excited. I know we've gone upmarket. <laughs> uh, we've swapped red carpet for red velvet couches. We've swapped pills and shoes for whiskey sours. And we've swapped pounding drum and bass for that smooth, smooth jazz. You join me, Rob Carlyle, on these red couches with a host of managers for this year's event. The celebs are starting to arrive. Friend of the pod, Steve Bruce, here again, of course, although <laughs> he's just tried to order a pint of Jaeger, so not entirely sure he's got the message that we've gone up that we've gone up market. And this is a classy event, but uh, you stay classy, Brucey. Speaking of class, let me introduce this year's attendees. It's the man who tries to keep this CDP rabble under control. It's our classroom teacher, Commissioner Bella. Nice. Member of the upper class bourgeoisie as he lives on a private yacht, it's Tom. I got my swim trunks and my flippy floppies. <laughs> the class of this year's LDE, it's Crouch. Evening all. Former podcast guest of the year and our resident classy Irishman, it's Niall. Great. And finally, it's the class clown, producer Pedro. Hi. Great. Evening. How are we all, chat? Pleased to be at the uh, the event this year? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got my uh, self a glass of Prosecco here. And... For sure. So, Actually, on a similar vein, Andy, I've got a glass of rosé, despite oh. the season. But, you know, needs was. I mean, I must, I must say that it's... I don't know, it's something, something different. There is a different oh, vibe. Yeah. There, there, there is a, I think it's no will. I think it's will. <laughs> No Will, no Kennedy, no Tudor, no Hugh. It's a very different field this year's event. Isn't it? <laughs> I love it. Right. The word you're looking for is better, right? <laughs> Upgrade. Oh, yes. Yeah, we'll go with that for now. Although, uh, let's see how the uh, event uh, the event proceeds. If we get too many Proseccos inside us, see what, uh, see what takes place. So, let's keep it classy. Um, <clears throat> give me your hottest takes from the Premier League at the moment, chap. Andy, what you got? Um, okay, so I'll I'll start us off with um, Fulham. I just I don't know anything about Fulham. <laughs> like they're scoring loads of goals, but I couldn't without looking at the page now. I couldn't tell you other than Mitrovic who plays for Fulham. Is it I know. me or, or is or am I being just? Well, I've got news for you. I've got news for you because I checked the scorers, and one of yeah. them you, you know you know very well, Commissioner, because we were watching him about what seems like about twenty years ago at St Mary's breaking through the uh, Harrison Reed the, the Saints team. Yes, Harrison Reed, a local Worthing actually local yes, Worthing yeah. graduate as well. Worthing Heights, yeah, been in yeah. the pub with him. Didn't talk to him. Too scared. <laughs> <laughs> he was surrounded by his boys. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty big, so I don't blame you. I mean, I, I just Fulham team. I like. I don't. Has anybody got any Fulham players other than Mitrovic? Got any Fulham players taken? But they're scoring loads of goals. No. So it, it, it's, well, it's, it's like class. It's one of these one of these, these playground games where it's basically Mitrovic stick, isn't it? It's just Mitrovic and ten guys they found on the street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one man team. Go on, crap, Sorry. I was going to say it's just a one-man team, isn't it? Um, I mean, someone's getting the assists, but I couldn't tell you who it is. But on the weekend, they scored three goals, and Mitrovic didn't score or assist any of them. So, I mean, who is? Well, the, Pereira from United's actually done, or well, ex-United, right. the Belgian-Brazilian. He's got a couple Belgian of assists. Brazilian. Oh, is he, he was the... born in Belgium, but he represented Brazil, I think. Oh, is he the Pereira from United? Yeah. Oh. Is yeah, he? correct. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Exactly. The, one, my the one and the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just figured it was someone else. Yeah. Um, there is Andreas. Is that him, Andreas? That's Andreas uh, Pereira. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he's, he's, a, he's a hot pick in the in the I, in the league format. I've got him, and uh, he didn't do anything in that game either. Right, so we're still no closer to finding uh, what actually happened. <laughs> it, it wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Robinson with two E's. Uh, is he? Guy does card tricks. Right, Mitrovic is the only Fulham yes, player. Yes, card tricks, correct. 
but um, the BDRs, you know, I mean, we shouldn't really be taking any any leave from anything that happens in the BDR. I don't think mm. the clowns. Um, I, so that's, that's what I'm trying to say is, should we be picking up Fulham players? I think that's what I'm trying to get at in a roundabout way. <laughs> and if so, which ones? Yeah. And right. are they going to be that team that does well at the start of the season and then falls away and ends up in a relegation <laughs> fight at the end of the season? Almost certainly. I mean, so Mitrovic might... is taken in all leagues. Andreas is taken in three out of the four leagues. And there are no other Fulham players taken by anybody. Wow. Yeah, they're sixth in the league. Yeah, they're sixth. Yeah. I think, right. even, I mean, Michael Silva's probably much derided, but to be fair, he's actually a reasonably good manager, I think. Yeah. And he's. They're organised. I mean, that's the one thing you could say about them. So, so they have scored the one, two, three, five. So they scored the six most goals in the Premier League this season, and yet there are only two players taken in, in all the leagues. Anyway, that was my point. I don't know anything about Fulham, and perhaps I should. Uh, somebody else want to? Nile, got a take? No, I, I think to be fair, if you look at the team, it's more. The, it's kind of more the same. It's like Tete. Okay, Burton Leno's in goals now. Um, it's Anthony Robinson Tom Craney plays um, they've got Paulinho I think he's actually done okay for them I think he's he a Portuguese signing yeah he has scored he's, mm. he seems a bit of an enforcer um, but yeah no, I'm a decorative reader I mean it's it's it's, effect, it's effectively the, the nuts and bolts of the team that got relegated but um, with a few notable additions I think what let them down Last time they got relegated was Mitrovic never really managed to score enough to keep them up, really. Whereas he's kind of hit the ground running this time. Um, Crouch, can you tell me or tell everybody first? You've got one there, but your other two were much better if you messaged me. Oh, yeah. oh what? The uh, take? So I, I can't yeah. claim credit for all of these, but... Um, Any of them? Yeah, the, the main one would be West Ham. What's happened to them? We'll get on so, the time, but what were your other two <laughs> other ones? Because they were amazing. Yeah, so we've got um, so Kevin De Bruyne has now equaled, um, well, has now got the same number of Premier League assists as Steven Gerrard. Oh yeah. Um, however, it took Steven Gerrard 504 games to get 92 assists. KDB has done it in 217. So he's He's pissed all over him. That is mental madness. Crazy, the, crazy stuff. Do the Arsenal one, please. The Arsenal one is um, also mad. I'm not sure if I've read this right, but of Arsenal's last 12 goals, 10 have been scored with a left foot. The other two <laughs> have been scored with a header. <laughs> they've, they've not scored a right-footed goal in their last 12 what does that mean? Should I? Does that does that point to a style of play? Have yes. they cracked the code? I think that's, that's, been, that's been the answer all along. Yeah, madness, way above my head. Uh, sorry, what was, what was your actual take? But the the actual one is um, what's happened to West Ham. Um, they've scored three goals all season, and there are actually eight players who have scored more goals than the West Ham team have so far this year. It's Premier League season. Weird, because it's kind of the same team, right? Mm. Yeah, and it, it's okay. also... You could also say the same thing about Wolves. I think they've only scored three as well, but the Wolves don't have Fantonio, Fornell, Bowen, mm. some players that went pretty high up in the draft. They're just doing nothing. So we'll get to Bowen a bit later, but I purposely steered well clear of him, because I just... I. I didn't think that West Ham would replicate. It doesn't look like they have, they are. It doesn't look like they are doing. But three goals is mad. Yeah, well, I think that the worrying thing is you look at who's in charge. Moyes, like, probably not the man you'd bank That's on to turn around Ooh. a lack of goals. Well, no, they, they were always very solid defensively, and it always felt like Moyes was getting a lot out of a group of quite good but not that good players like you know well West Ham really is sixth or seventh best team in the league it always felt like sort of Moyes had got so much from them mm. that they had to step back a little bit but I didn't think they'd step back like this far that is 
Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, like on, on this form, it's the underlying stats as well. Like, should you be ditching West Ham assets? Swapping yeah. them out for those Fulham guys? If you haven't already, yeah. Can you take your head at it first? Drop West Ham, buy Fulham, sell West Ham, buy Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> that was not on the pre-season bingo card, was it? No. <laughs> no. no. Um, I've, got, I've got a hot take for you. Mm. A Bournemouth staying up? Is that a take or a question? I I kind of assumed that Bournemouth would be dead and buried sort of already when they were getting absolutely smashed by everyone inside. And they're unbeaten in three, taking mm-hmm. five points from those games. Mm-hmm. They're sort of in 12th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. They're, they're, they're only four points clear of the drop and it's very early to, to start saying this. But at the start of the season, everyone had Bournemouth sort of pegged as, I don't know, 15 points and, you know, potential worst Premier League team ever. They barely bought anyone. And... They got rid of Scott Parker three games in, and yeah, I kind of, as a Leeds fan, I'm slightly concerned because you just want there to be three teams worse, and I had them down as one. Well. <laughs> starting to wonder that they might actually be okay. Um, who's the? I don't who's, know. who's their manager? Gary O'Neill, in term, mm. ex Pompey legend. Ah, uh, <laughs> 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 Question though, does anyone have any Bournemouth players? Any of them? Yes, I have. Oh, Ella's got one. Oh, yeah. really? I don't. I they don't seem to have a lot of quality to the squad, really. Do they? I mean, you still probably say they're going to be down there. Um, I think so. I mean, the best thing you can say about O'Neill, he, he's organised them, but yeah, I mean, for the Billy Nicks, Huddersfield. Legend got the goal uh, against yeah. Newcastle. Uh, it's still a very, it's still a very average team, I think. It really is, yeah. Uh, yeah but they, they, no, they, they, I think there's an answer to that question. Um, Rob, oh. Tom, hot take. <laughs> yeah, so um, Arsenal uh, last weekend um, fielded the youngest ever Premier League player, um, Ethan Nwaneri, uh 15 year old. Um, came on a play for them so um and i just think uh at this point when you top of the league you bring on a 15 year old it's just pure showboating really it's just a middle finger up to the rest of the league you're showing that you can bring through talent from your academy and um you know i just think it's quite a cool move do you think does he get paid <laughs> no, no no he's just on expenses i think just um is he allowed to, is he allowed to be paid give a sandwich I'm not sure. I, I was trying to find out whether there was uh, an age, like a lower age limit for... Um, Fucking hell, he smashed like, the record. Like by miles. was Harvey Elliott. was 16 years and 30 days. And he's 15 years and 181 days. That's like it does, it does, half it does, a year younger. But it, it does beg the question of, like, how, how low does this go? Like, Well, I think it was the BBC. I'm sure everyone, well, some may have seen the BBC Sports about the 13-year-old who played in the Northern Irish League for Glenavon. Yes, uh, He was 13 uh, and change. Yeah, yeah, exactly, which is kind of absurd. Well, it's funny that happened in the same week. Yeah, it did, actually, yeah, yeah. So he's, uh, yeah, just... Yeah, and, and again, this is the commentary on the respective quality of uh, the Northern <laughs> Irish League vis-a-vis the Premiership. I mean, is it, common, is it commonplace? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't tell Does you. Does every team have to feel the residence yeah. thirteen year old? Yeah, because I mean, yeah, there's a difference between stuck for numbers and uh, yeah, raiding yeah. the under fourteens. Yeah, exactly. Probably a lot more intimidating playing in the uh, the Northern Irish League as a, yeah, right. a teenager than it is in the I'd, Premiership. I'd say so. Yeah, I think the likelihood of you getting upended is probably higher. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably easier to do it in the Premier League in the sense that it's less physical, isn't it? And you can be like a less uh, well-built athletic specimen, probably get away with sure. it in, uh, yeah. in, a, in an Arsenal team. Good stuff. Good takes. I like it. Shall we, um, shall we discuss the, uh, the, real, the real sports events? Andy, do you want to uh, talk us through the, uh, the CDP from last week? Yeah, I know this isn't the... It's not the main event, so we'll keep it brief this week, shall we? Um, Rob, uh, we'll just uh, chill in in the, uh, in the foyer here. Would you call this a foyer? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say more sort of like side, cocktail lounge. Side room. Side room. <laughs> yeah. 
it's all we could afford on the uh, on the CDP budget. It's pretty basic, I've got to say. <laughs> all right, mate, you're doing a boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm appreciative to you know be on dry land, but um, it's, it's it's not up to the usual standards. Yes, all right. As you can tell, Tom's bitter because I scored 29 points and beat him. <laughs> That's the first game of the week. Um, I have had a few unlucky performances this week, and I got very lucky this week because I would have only beaten one other player in the links and beat and beat Tom. So nice. Uh, Tudor is. Alarmingly, got his fifth win in seven, eight games. Um, what, the, what the fuck is going on? Absolutely, <coughs> no play points, but all the actual league points. Yeah, didn't really get any of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that connection is. But so it, it's, it's just it, it's classic Tudor, which is don't score many player points, but somehow be in second place. It's classic Tudor, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Greg beat Sam. Sam didn't put a full team out. Um, so Greg uh, beat him there and uh, Pedro got uh, the biggest win of the weekend um, putting one over old nemesis Cooley um, leaves Tom cut adrift and in the wooden spoon position currently with four points from eight games mm. and one of those points was gifted to you uh, <laughs> a, a quarter of my total points tally uh, 186 um, player points it's not, that's not very good is it it's not looking good. I would say that. Yeah, certainly not not the healthiest um, state of affairs. I don't that, I don't remember. So you're averaging about 23 points a game week. Well, yeah, 22. This So I was under, under par this week. Um, <laughs> I, I can't remember being the wooden spoon before. So that is a little bit worrying, I must admit. But, um, um, all in all. Everyone else is within six uh, six points of each other in the league, so it's all very tight. Um, back to you. Lovely stuff, Tom. Into the SDM. Yeah, so um, in the SDM, um, well, Nick put a Kennedy double over Josh, beating him forty-two twenty-five. Um, Will just squeaked past Phil in um, probably the the highest attendance uh, game of the weekend. Um and uh well Rob a commanding victory over Pete there, uh forty one twenty five. And then uh Stu fairly uh fairly routine win over over Garth, thirty six twenty five. So um yeah, Garth rooted to the bottom, although not at all uh, adrift. Um Rob, I mean, absolute commanding lead up there at the top. Um, and uh, everything else in between is, is fairly tight, really. Six-point lead already after eight games. The, there, is a, there is a little bit of a kind of gap it, open already, it, isn't there? Fr- from the top three, yeah. Yeah, between the six-point gap between Will and Josh, third and fourth place. So, um, yeah, those front three kind of pulling away a bit from the chasing remainder of the league Harland induced for me I must confess well Harland uh, and Arsenal's soft start well I've got three of their midfield feasted on some bad teams so uh, (laughs) it'll it'll stick for me but uh, I shall not complain uncharted territory this is what is it nine in a row (laughs) Uh, yes nine wins in a row if we discount the um, lost game week which we are Uh, so yeah, um, yeah, stuff. Yeah, um, obviously stunted game week. Um, but uh, Bongil beat James, uh, helped by a couple of De Bruyne assists. Bernie beat Mike, uh, Isaac penalty and and a Kanji clean sheet from Man City, which is a bold choice. So fair play to mm. him. Fortune favors the brave, as they say. Kanji. Uh, yeah, not an obvious choice. Kanji, let's be let's be frank. Um, I was beaten by Ali Waz, uh, much owing to the fact that Son decided he wanted to score goals again and <laughs> ratcheted in a half-trick. Uh, absent that... Oh, in about two, 10 minutes. Yeah, in about 10 <laughs> minutes. If he'd, uh, if he'd banked his usual two points, it would have won that one, but anyway. Um, and then, obviously, James Fuller, who's top of the league, uh, he had a full mm. complement, actually, 11 players out, which is probably... I'm not quite sure if anyone else in the 
Poor Division's managed that, but um, I couldn't tell you because I don't have my laptop with me, obviously, today. Uh, yeah, but he had Greedish Kane, Saka, they all delivered, um, and he came through with a 53 mm. point game week, which is pretty good nice given to see the uh, James Kennedy off the top of the table. I yeah, agree that that's uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit aggrieved, uh, given I'm top player points, but I'm languishing, languishing in fifths. Been a little bit unlucky with a couple of the draws I've got, but sure, that's uh, that's the nature well. nature of fantasy of football. So, Sorry, you do actually have a couple of draws. Yes, li- li- literally and figuratively, um, a couple of draws, and then um, I've been unlucky in terms of who I've drawn on the uh, on the extra game weeks. But ho hum, that will come true, mate. Gotta think that will come true. Well, this is this is the hope. Ali with a strong two hundred and five player points at the top of the league. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Tom, Tom, Tom must have been gutted because Ali would have would have been holding onto the wooden spoon without that absurd hat trick, wouldn't he? Oh, uh, yes, almost certainly. Yeah, <laughs> it's a safe assumption. Yeah. Um, oh, crowd, crowd yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. So we had um, fairly high scoring game with Hugh beating Jimmy forty eight forty one. Um, a golfing class between Mike and Bobby forty four seven. Oh, oh, seven. That's Wilson's first win of the season as well. So, uh... Yeah, it wasn't close, was it? Um, and then Paul knocked Jamie off his perch, 41-23. I know he's very, very happy about that. Team Paul. Team anyone but yeah. Jamie. Yeah, but he, um, he was telling me he got 32 points on the last day of that game week. Um, so he went into it on nine, scored 32, two Arsenal, two Everton players, finished up on 41 to trounce him. Um, and then I lost to Racket 37-35, thinking I could beat him with nine players. Turns out I can't. Um, so he Racket me there. went in with a low man and, uh, and got found out. Yeah, yeah, it was close. It was close. Um, yeah, so good, good week all in all means that the, um, the league has um, been shaken up a little bit. So does, does this mean that you're the only owner of Haaland not top of the division? Uh, Me? No. I, I don't have Haaland. No, Niall's got, uh, Niall's got Haaland as well. Oh, right. Who's got Haaland in the, in the LD? Is that Jamie? In fact. Uh, yeah, Jamie's got Haaland. Top of the league with Haaland at the moment, Rob, is you. Ah. Ah. That that, that, that that wasn't a weird flex, although now I mention it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. but, oh, right. You've got, you got Haaland, don't you, now? I do. So, so Crouch has got 359 player points without Haaland. Yeah, I think that should be a stat. Like, player points <laughs> yeah, for minus sure. Haaland. That is frightening. <laughs> that, that's actually absurd. I mean, like, how you managed to get, that's a really good, that's good shooting. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. All right, you two, stop getting each other's throats. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Right, that's enough of the uh, that's enough of the CDP. Um, but let's get towards the, uh, the the main discussion. Um, before before we head in, um, someone give me some reflections on on the draft as a as a whole this year. And anyone got any any thoughts to to kick us off before we get into the uh, the detail? But it says here that very few clean sheets for defenders were they overdrafted. Oh, it's a good point, Andy. Card for later, but I guess I'll probably bring it up now. Yeah, do you, do you want do you want to bring that one up? Yeah, go on then. Well, were they? Don't know. If it's asking you. <laughs> but, I, I mean, we touched on it last week a bit, didn't we? Or the week before, or something. Yeah. We're getting less points from defenders, definitely. Because there's always but, um, this balance in the draft, right? Which is, do you draft for the first six or eight weeks, or are you drafting for the season? And defenders, you know, are quite the, the probably the position that chops and changes the most, right? The kind of the, the most sort of match up position. So, you know, people taking high, you know, know. sort of Cancelo and Trent and stuff like that really early on, as as, as you'd expect. But there's always quite a lot of sort of Wolves centre backs and West Ham defenders in those kind of middle rounds. And it's just been a disaster, isn't it? Or not. Yeah, no, I th- I think you're dead right. There's 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 like there's a small cohort of like consistent point getters at the top Cancelo and the trends that you mentioned but the rest are just sort of it's just more of a team dynamic right it's like mm. you get you just back the right horse the right I mean like so Burnley defenders in years gone by etc etc 
So um, so, so there's very few like individual defenders that are going to get you cumulatively mm. a lot of points, and you just got to be in the right place at the right time, I think, to to pick up. Um, Maybe I think uh, one of them move on to another one of your points. I think you mentioned to me over at the bar there, Rob, was um, that Villa, I think. Um, and West Ham defenders were taken relatively high, and they've both been shit. Yeah, I'm a I'm a, a, a recovering Luca Dina owner as well. Yeah. <coughs> Just, I might be wrong on this, but I I do feel like every year it takes um, a good few weeks for defenses to actually settle down though mm. and start playing properly. Like, it feels like defense defenders tend to come good towards the middle and and back end of the season. And yeah. it, it feels like um, it feels like not many fullbacks have been getting assists as well because that's been a feature of previous seasons. Um, you know, like wing backs being really, really effective attacking players, um, and it seems like that hasn't been happening really this season so far. Mm. Yeah, I think Sufal, Sufal and Creswell are a good point, or a good example of that actually. As part of the exercise for um, getting the votes for the for the awards we sent out who was the biggest bust and who was the bit the uh, the best um, best bargain and actually the biggest bust so far has been Darwin yeah. um, according to most people got most of the votes actually um, and uh, a second after that is Trent and I think that's because people took him he went in the first round in basically every draft and not really Delivered yet. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of players at the top there. You're pretty miffed, aren't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, Salah got a couple of votes on the biggest bust. And I think that's because just because he went first in every single draft. He's, you know. Not, which, not which, and that, 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 I think that raises quite <coughs> an question, which is if there's a redraft tomorrow, would you take Harland? Or would you still back Salah for the long haul over the season with the extra po- points for Salah Smashing per goal? That Harland button quicker. Gotta, gotta go Harland. Do, 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 so do, do, do you reckon everyone here would go Harland? Record, I think he's breaking I, records this season if he stays. I'd through. consider Salah. Really? <laughs> Controversial. Here's Why? the thing though, right? We've had seven games where he's for his standards, he's not done well, but like fancy football wise, he's done okay. Against a backdrop of what? The last hundred, so it's like form temporary, class permanent. Like he, he's not just gotten shit overnight. Like but you've got to look that. at the when you look at the team dynamic that's, that's going on, you know, that he's within. So Liverpool look like they're a bit uh, flaky or maybe in a transition, faltering a little bit. Man City look really convincing, and to have a player that's playing consistently for Man City is quite a rarity, isn't it? And it looks like Haaland's playing every game pretty much. So, is he going to do that when the Champions League gets serious, though? Because Pep, like Pep, doesn't yeah, even play players. Good point. Yeah, well, he's, pretty, he's very young, though. I think he's pretty. Yeah. Close. I genuinely think. Yeah. He's very I, I guess the the counter to that is that like he's not the traditional Pep player in as much as he doesn't cover a lot of ground. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So he he's not the kind of false nine that tracks back and kind of sits on the whole midfielder when they don't have the ball, et cetera, et cetera. He just kind of, he just plays on the shoulder. Lewis so you could probably Suarez be playing is... more games in his traditional role than, than, mm. um, Suarez than in 13, 14 has scored the most ever forward points. He's scored 295. And that is the mark. So I think if he stays fit, he smashes it personally. Yeah, but, but, but to do that, we're going to have to score 40, right? Because Suarez was always quite good for assists and whatever else. Haaland has 11 goals, one assist. He gets about yeah, yeah. twelve touches a game. Yeah, that's true. Accident, so he's gonna have to probably break the single season, <coughs> I would think. Which you know, and anyone betting against that? Yeah. Is is he getting a lot of bonus points? I mean, I imagine he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, generally hoovering up. Yeah, four sets of three in eight games or seven games. Yep. Um, nice. Yeah, people said that he was actually the best bar- asset, the best bargain. <laughs> Even though he went in the middle of the first round, people are saying that actually that was a bargain place to, to go mm. from the voting. Him and Mitrovic, obviously, the two clear, clear leaders there. Yeah. And Rob, I think it's probably time we gathered everyone together, isn't it? Probably time to head in, isn't it? Yes. Right. Shall we? Oh, uh, finally. Let's head in. Finally, the, the moment's here. 
Okay, so welcome everyone to the second, no wait, third annual Draftees. One of the flagship CDP events of the year. It's time to cast your mind back to the single most stressful hour of the season and recap the draft. Tonight we'll once again celebrate success, failure, absurdity and absolute panic from luck in the season's draft. Um, I, I joked in, 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 in last year's uh, intro speech, so I definitely didn't just copy and paste, uh, that October was too early to critique the draft. So here we are, September 21st. Thank you very much, Qatar. Um, so, four, well, not, four awards present tonight. Our first award uh, is the Jamie Award. It's the, you did what, prize? This is awarded as a person who made the most questionable move in any of the drafts, after Jamie, of course, famously won this two years ago when he took Alison in the first round. Yes, Alison. Hard to top that, um, but a few people have tried this season. So to help me present this award is a man who's definitely made some dodgy moves given his form over the past few seasons. It's Crouch. That's uh, that's in the past. I'm a new man. New man. Cool. So nominations for the uh, You Did What award. Uh, in the SDM, Pete took Roberto Firmino in the third round. In the LD, Wilson took Koulibaly in the fifth. In the CDP, Pedro took James Ward-Prowse in the fourth. In the LDE, Paul took Chilwell in the fourth as well. In the BDR, we, we need to talk about Lee's entire... Which is a kind of... We, we just have to say, Rob, that we, we've excluded this from the voting purely because it was a technical fuck-up. And yes, it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> he didn't actually purposefully make a decision. But, oh, God. Because the first four picks, Kulosevsky... Trevor Chalava, Kante, and now departed Timo Werner. <laughs> and that's an all-timer. Um, we've then got one of our attendees tonight in the BDR, Niall, took Ronaldo in the third round. Ooh. Also in the BDR, Bungle took uh, that new West Ham guy who no one could pronounce for two weeks, Skamaka, Skamacha, in the seventh. So those nominations, a pretty, uh, a pretty ragged, uh, ragged bunch. Crouch. Who, who's won? Right. So the winner is we've got Niall taking Ronaldo in the third round and subsequently dropping him. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a leading. That was a leading question because Andy put in brackets and subsequently dropping him. Yeah. Which well, I think influenced I mean, the decision. decision. <laughs> <laughs> I got anything to it's say, actually... um, Niall accepting this award? Gracefully. Which is your biggest regret, drafting him or cutting him? Uh, well, so actually, for full disclosure, uh, I was at a work night out. So I managed to draft Talon first. And I think I took, I can't remember who took second, but automatically got auto-picked with Ronaldo in third. So, and then subsequently cut him. So that's that's the background. And anyone believe in that auto-pick story? Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> Nice try, nice try. Crouch, no, just get off each other, fuck's sake. Yeah. Good stuff. So the second award is the opposite of the you did what prize. It's the best pick. So this award is for someone who's either got great value late in the draft or has made a really punchy pick early on and it's paid off. So to help me present this award is Niall. Um, presumably you're just glad you uh, dodged the previous award for the Ronaldo. No, wait. <laughs> Rip change. Congratulations, award winner Niall. Welcome. <laughs> uh, and so the uh, the winner is. Do you want to announce the oh, nominations sorry. first? Oh, sorry, <laughs> you go. We'll just go straight. To the, just go straight to the winner. Um, so nomination best pick: Jamie in the SDM took Zaha in the fourth. Greg in the CDP took Zinchenko in the fourth. Stu in the CDP took Jesus in the first. Crouch in the LDE, Mitrovic in the ninth. Mm. Wilson in the LDE took the currently highest scoring defender in the game, Saliba, in the 15th round. Yeah. Sam in the CDP took Ivan Tony in the fourth, really backed his gut there. Crouch in the LDE mm. took Tony in the eighth, a real nice bargain mm. down the end. Uh, and then Foy in the CDP took Kieran Trippier in the seventh round. Over to you, Niall. Yeah, so the winner actually is Stu taking Jesus in round one. Yeah, I personally went for Salah, but I thought that was a super cool. But yeah, that's quite true. Get up and uh, say a few words, Stu. Here he is, look. Stu. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow. 
wow, this has been a really long time coming. That's uh, recognition for my managerial peers. So this feels extra special tonight. I'd like to thank uh, Adu and Mikel Arteta for having the foresight to bring Jesus to Arsenal, where hopefully he can lead both Arsenal and boom Jakalaka to the end of season glory. I haven't got much else to say, so I'd like to leave you all one quote. Your body is like day-old rice. If it ain't warmed up properly, something really bad can happen. Thank you and good night. Thank you. Glorious words. Glorious words. Yeah, I, reflecting on that, I, I feel like Jesus in the first is, is quite a punchy move, wasn't it? There's was some talk of it and muttering of it, but he was kind of mainly back in the second round. So It was, uh, it was fairly unanimous on the voting. There were 14, 14 votes and he got like nine of them. So people thought it was a good pick. It is. No, that's really worked out well. Yeah. Good stuff. <clears throat> so last two awards, the real biggies. Uh, firstly, worst draft, arguably the real prize uh, of the year. <laughs> the one where it's hard to tell if they were tanking for the transfer window. Were, it was Ronaldo last year, not quite sure who it was this year. Uh, or, or if they're just complete shit or on auto draft somehow. To help me present this award, I'm joined by Tom. Thank you, thank you. Cheers, guys. I'd just like to say, um, tell you what, it'd be really embarrassing to be nominated for this award. And, and if you are, you might as well just give up now, to be honest. Do you want to uh, do you want to read the nominations, Tom? Yeah, 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 certainly, yeah, yeah. Right, so let's have a look. Just open the envelope here. Uh, right, so from the CDP, uh, oh, that's me. <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's move on. Uh, from the SDM, it's Pete. From the BDR, we have Lee, and finally from the LDE, it's Paul. Uh, over to you, Rob. Right back to you, Tom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good job we've rehearsed this. And the winner is, of course, from the BDR, it's Lee. Would you like to hear Lee's full draft one more time? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Kulazewski, Chalabar, Conte, Werner, Firmino, Bamford, Gundogan, Trossard, De Gea, Chilwell, Trippier, Harry Maguire, Declan Rice, Luke Shaw, <laughs> Jack Butland. But <laughs> we must must point out that currently he's above Nile. So <laughs> <laughs> it's Jack it's Jack Butland what does it? <laughs> I mean also like drafting Declan Rice. Gee, we're... Mm. Amazing stuff. That will go down in the annals of CVP history. <laughs> and that is an absolute belter of a draft, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> Great stuff. Okay, so finally, jewel in the crown of the best overall draft. Uh, Andy, can I pop back up on stage? I thought you were calling me the jewel in the crown there, Rob. Nice to, <laughs> nice to be up here. Thank you. <clears throat> Great stuff. Do you want to read the nominations? Uh, yeah, sure. So... Um, it's almost like a, it's almost like I planned this. Um, but from the CDP, the best draft nomination is Sam. Um, uh, from the SDM, the best draft nomination is is Nick. Um, from the BDR, the best draft nomination is Niall. Um, and from the from the LDE, the best draft nomination is 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 actually Crouch. Ah, that's um, a coincidence. We got to the people. Yeah. Picked by a panel of people before I even realised who was uh, booked on the. I mean, coming in live to the event. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, so the winner of the best draft uh, for 2022-23 season is a draw. Actually. Oh. Um, it's not Sam or Nick. <laughs> Uh, with the most votes is actually Niall and Crouch. So, um, Come on. I don't really know Come how to on. separate this. Um, I feel like we may have been a bit calm. So maybe they should just have a fight. Uh, <laughs> it's the only so, way. It's the only way. So, right, if just get over there and Niall, you go over there. That's it. <laughs> meet, meet you in the car park, Niall. And, and, that's fine. Uh, you need it take... anytime, any place. 
Are we Pedro, taking bets the, before they start fighting? The official judge here, Pedro, when you're ready. Okay. Is this constitutional? I'd, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, just just have at it, guys. Uh, keep it clean. <laughs> Protect yourselves at all times. Um, yeah, and uh, ding, ding, round one. He's got a weird look in his eye. It's very oh awkward. This is oh, really? Jesus. Oh, God. God, they're really going at each other. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. No, you're... You're right. Yeah, he's okay. Look. Completely <laughs> fine. Completely <laughs> fine. <laughs> Checking in low blows. It's not on. I'll, I'll allow it. How's he going to continue with no legs? But he is. I know, he's just crawling. Oh, what is going on, isn't it? Christ. I think you might have to stop this, mate. No, no, no. I don't know. Really? 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 But he's kind of... Look, it's, it's kind of. Oh, Jesus. Let's see that sideshow Bob Rake sketch. Still, um, still going at each other. I think they're, they're this weak. award really means a lot to them. I've been doing this seven years. <laughs> or six. Or however long. I need this. Uh, right. Well, I, well, think, like, I don't think we're going to get anywhere. Yeah, we've got to cool it. We've got to cool it. Leave them to it. We'll, we'll, check, check, it up, guys. we'll check back in on them in hey. a bit. And see if they're still going. <laughs> that, was, that was savage. Positions Nile and or Crouch again. We'll we'll leave them going. Like I said, we'll check back in. Um, yeah, best best drafts. <laughs> just have to we, uh, punch. Have we have we have we uh, got any? <laughs> have we have we uh, got any detail on uh, on on who the yes. draft is? Uh, yes, I, I can tell you that. Um, one of them because I didn't write a name. Of them, <laughs> um, so you tell, I, I'll help you along here. Go on. Well, who did you draft first? Well, Harold. Then you then you draft Fernandez after that. I did. So you got some decent players in there. Um, Harlan, Fernandez, Ronaldo, Foden, <coughs> Mares, Rashford, Mendy, Zaha, Martial, Matip, um, Ben White, Leon, Saar. Some good players. Um, some good players in there. Um, and then uh, Crouch also selected some some pretty good players. That I now have lost from the screen. Um, <laughs> the uh, signal in the basement of this um, event is a bit poor. Uh, Crouch, who have you got on your team? <laughs> Great question. Definitely fine, though. Um, you the first pick, didn't you? Yeah, so I took Salah first. Salah, was it? Uh, let's have a look. So, uh, so... does that sound about right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. So Salah, Kuzevsky, uh, Madison, Martinelli, Cancelo, Tony, James, Mitrovic. Oh, still going at each other. I think. <laughs> they don't sound very calm for it. But, yeah, congratulations to those two. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. So uh that's all from the awards bit congratulations to all our uh, all our winners and we'll uh, see you at next year's event let's see if we can get any uh, any sense out of anyone uh, in the bar to uh, quickly preview uh, next week's cdp games and uh, get some locks in great stuff so back on the red velvet caches uh, i found our gangs talk about uh, the games for the upcoming week um How's everyone doing after that? Uh, after that? After that ceremony? I just I feel good. I feel feels calm and, and nice and sort of a bit. I feel like I need to release some energy somehow. I'm used to, you know. Even 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 after watching that fight. Yeah, well, I think it's still going. Pedro, <laughs> have you got um, have you got an update for us? Uh, we just we can just open the door and check in on. Okay, that. go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible. I'm going to close it again. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'll take us through the um, I'll take us through the uh, the um, CDP fixtures, shall I? We'll get some we'll get some lockdowns in as we go for the next week. Now this is quite a long way away. We've got meaningless meaningless international football between now and then. Oh God! Yeah. Or to be an England fan, the luxury of us. Like I said, we've got pretty meaningless international football <laughs> um, for what seems like, I think it's about four weeks, something like that. Four um, weeks? Yeah, but it's uh, roughly. Uh, so oh. when we return in game week nine, um, my, I will be coming up against Cooley. Um, Pedro and Greg, oh, it's the Walthamstow derby. <laughs> certainly is. Nice. Nice. Um, nice. Really nice. Really smooth. Um, Great. We've then got Sam against Foy, and we have got Tom against Tudor. Now, Tom, are you going to... That'd be great. Well, wouldn't hold your breath. And we can't oh, have Tudor top of the CDP, can we? Hold your breath. Yeah, it's, it's, it is disappointing. It doesn't. I didn't get the chance to beat him because uh, of the queen. Yeah. Dying. Um, I would have done, um, but I didn't get the <clears> chance. <throat> so that's the CDP. No lockdowns in the CDP. Uh, Great stuff. Tom, take us to the SDM. In the SDM, Josh is facing up against Stu. Mm. It's Garth versus Pete. Mm-hmm. Rob has got a home fixture against Will. And Phil Ooh. is taking on Nick. Oh, the commissioner's, the commissioner's trigger finger was hovering there, wasn't it? No takers. Oh, no, because you're just going to be him. <laughs> well, I just need to check who Man City are playing. Oh, actually, no, we decided that Man City, it doesn't matter who Man City are playing. It doesn't matter who Because it's Harlem's matchup proof. So all locks hinging on the bottom two divisions. Oof. Yes, it would seem Oof. that way, which is good. Niall, take us through the, uh, the BDR. Uh, just well, first can, you just, um, can you just stop for a minute? Stop. Stop. Stop it. Okay, that's Stop it. it. Break it up. Niall, um, wow. You, you sorry, yeah. But, uh, sorry, I said rush, rush, rush back. Quite um, a lot of blood um, coming out of your mouth, though. You, I'm absolutely you're okay fine. For this? I'm yeah, okay. absolutely fine. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Bongo plays Lee. Uh, and my lock is Fuller, who plays Ali. Please don't tell me you're talking Fuller to be Ali. I am. <laughs> High flying top of the league for the <laughs> worst ever CDP contest. <laughs> it's a great lock. Is that not the nature? Is that not the nature of? No, you go for it, mate. Yeah, he's yeah. clearly he's clearly punch drunk. Um, Niall uh, obviously playing Mike, um, and then Barney plays James. Hello. Hello. Barney to beat I'm going uh, to lock young Barney yeah, to beat be there. Off, off the, the back of his uh, resounding win last game week um, you'd be a fool not to ok yeah uh, fine like that so uh, a few watch to come back into in the, um, in the old uh, LDE here yeah. so Yep, so we have got uh, me playing Hugh. We have Racket and Paul. Definitely not. We have Jamie and Bobby. Hello. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that if someone can back Fuller to beat Ali, I am backing Jamie to beat Bobby. Second, uh, against, second against bottom. Bobby's got half the Man United team, and they're playing Man City. <laughs> oh no! I've, I've waited to the last moment, and there's only one game left, and I really don't <laughs> want to. I really don't want to lock it. Uh, well, 
The last game is also my lockdown, um, and I'm going to lock Jimmy to beat Wilson. Lockdown. Oh, home bankers in this week. Um, I have to lock Wilson to beat Jamie. Oh, to beat Jimmy. I didn't. I didn't mean it that way. I am actually. <laughs> I am team Jimmy. Um, but, uh, this is why you, you, you like, should have just stayed. You just uh, stay true to yourself and just 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 lock whoever's playing me or Phil. Yeah, but you've won every game you've played, Rob. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Phil. Yeah. There we go. Oh. Great stuff. I think that just about wraps it up from the awards this year. Uh, good luck at work tomorrow uh, with those hangovers, boys. Uh, good luck, Narn and Crouch, with those. Um, what do I describe them as? Injuries or? Are they? Um, are they still? Are they still um, going? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Thank you very much to all our guests. Thank you to Commissioner Andy. Yeah. Uh, to you, Tom. Really great. Niall, you still there, mate? I am indeed. Great stuff. <laughs> Crouchy, still there? Yeah, cheers, boys. And podcast behind the curtain. Can I just say this has been my favourite drafties yet? <laughs> like very cool vibes, but also like blood sport. <laughs> we do try and mix it up. Great right. stuff. Thanks so much, everyone. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs>